Okay. Ready? Okay, we're Good doing... Morning. Good morning. Shabbos Erevin Shin Ein Bet. Sorry, it's me again, it's Joseph. Okay, so we're continuing with Si'if Zayn. And just a reminder, um, this Suman we're talking about, basically you've got two adjoining... Um, I'm not sure if this helps, but whatever. Basically, you've got two adjoining... Um, or this one, two adjoining chatseros. Basically, you have two chatseros, I mean, it could be more, but we're basically trying to join two together. And each one, let's say, has a wall around it to make it a rishot seyachid. It could be a gate, it could be a wall. Um, let's call it a... Basically, we're talking about four walls, and they're connected. And each chat has its own house or group of houses who may, who may make their own eruv. But the, the case is, you want to join one chater to another. So from this group of houses, they want to be able to carry into the other people's groups of houses, from one chater to another. But we have a wall, and there's no way to get through. The only way you can make an eruv to join two chateros, right, two groups of houses attached to their own chater, is if there's a, a petach. There has to be some kind of an opening where you can walk through. That's the only way. Um, you can join them. So that's what we're trying to figure out. Right? If there'd be a complete wall, or, and there's no petak from one chatzar to another chatzar, there's no way to make an Arab. If you make an Arab, obviously, around the whole city, so then that's including it. But um, Okay. So how do you get from one chatzar to another? Zayn. Nifrat sakotel. So you have a complete wall between them, but then part of it breaks apart. So ad esaramos harehu kepetach. If it's the opening that breaks is now going to be less than ten amos, so that's a proper opening, and right or the wall is uh, falls apart where now there's less. It's less than ten high. We're going to see that. But it can't be where the entire wall between the two chaseros disappeared, because then basically, then it's not an opening. Uh, like a doorway, it's not a petach, but it's a it's a complete opening. And what you basically end up with is one giant chatzar. Right? If there's no wall in between, you would need at least on one side, we learned this already, four tfachim, or at least a mashuhu on both sides to separate them. And then it's called an opening. But it can't be more than ten. Um, okay. Then you can't even carry if it's one giant chatzer, you can't. One house can't even carry into its own chatzer, unless it makes a wall or it makes an eruv with the other batim from the other chatzer, because you only have three walls. Or the wall in between the two chatzeros was never a proper wall; it was never ten tefachim high, and therefore you have one giant chatzer, and the only way to carry from your bite into the chatzer or more than Dalit Amos within the Chatzar is if you you join them all together or you make a proper you build a proper wall in between. Okay. Chet. Kotel Shebein Shtei Chatzeros Gavu Asaras Lishneim. Now there's going to be another way to connect them. So one way is to, to, to join two Chatzeros is you break a portion of the wall of Dalit Tfachim wide. That's basically the case we just had. And now you have a doorway. So then, once you have a doorway, you can keep them two chatseros completely separate, or you could combine them. In other words, you have a choice. 
in the previous case, if you have two chatseris next to each other and each chatser has its own batim, then you have a choice. All those batim can only carry within that chatser together. They can make their own eruv, or they have a choice of joining up with the other batim of the other chatser, and then they can each carry all the way into each other's houses and both chatseris. Okay, so here again, chet. Kotel sheben shtei chatseris kavua asar lishneim. You have a proper wall in between them. Vehe midetel kotel sulam rachav arbaa. So now, instead of making a proper doorway that we're used to, like a, the door, a gate that opens up, you put up a ladder. You put up a ladder on both sides of the wall. So now the ladder is acting as your doorway. But you have to have a ladder on both sides, and the ladder has to be at least four tzvachim wide in order to be considered a doorway. Right? Now, the both uh, ladders on each side have to be either opposite each other exactly, or they can be even not opposite each other exactly, as long as one edge touches the other edge, or it's within three tfachim of each other. However, if it's more, what if they're farther apart than three tfachim from each other? So, there's no din lavu, they don't connect. However, now, by the way, this wall in between the chatseros, depending on your case, the wall could be a thick wall that's four tfachim wide or thick, or it could be less than four tfachim. And if it's less than four tfachim, it's generally going to be considered a makum patur, right? It's above ten tfachim. It's a wall above ten tfachim. And if it's a four by four, so then it could either, depending on the situation, it could be a rishasayachid or a karmelis. But let's Probably it's Rosh Hashanah in general. It's above 10 from the floor. Okay. But we'll see. Uh, depends on the case. If the two ladders are separate from each other, of more than three tfachim, if the wall is four tfachim thick, then basically it becomes like a hallway or a corridor. From one sulam to the other, one ladder to the other ladder. But if it's less than four tzvachim, you can't walk on there. It's not a walkway. And therefore, the ladders must be connected to each other at least within three tzvachim. What kind of a ladder are we talking about? There has to at least be four rungs. But if it's less than four rungs, low. Okay, unless the entire ladder, including the, the rungs with the sides, a complete ladder, right? If it's heavy, then it's good enough. It has to be where it's difficult to move. And if it's got four rungs or more, we consider it difficult to move. So and if it's really light, like, I don't know, just a, a two-step ladder or a chair, it's easy to move, that's not good enough. It has to be where it's, uh, it's big enough or heavy enough that it's difficult to move, and then it's, then that's good. If the wall is exactly ten, if the minimum size of a wall is ten, so we're gonna, we're gonna, the initial example is, if the wall is exactly ten, right, since that's the minimum, then the minimum height of a sulam has to be seven and something. So that the top of the, and it has to at least be four wide for that entire seven and a mashiru. And, and then 
but then it's considered, it reaches the top of the ladder and it's a full walkway and it's like a proper petach. So then, yeah, you have to have four steps close enough. Or it could be less, and you um, it could be heavy, and you can attach it with a nail. But it all depends. These are like minimums, so it depends on the situation, how it all plays out. The ladder doesn't need to get to the top of the wall. No, it does not need to get. It needs to have enough rungs. We're going to see. Basically, the rungs need to, to keep it simple and clean. The rungs must be within three tefachim of each other. And basically what the Shulchan Aruch is saying, a wall could be as tall as you want it to be. But the ladder has to be as tall as the wall or within the height of the wall of just under three tefachim. So that you can actually use it. So that, that you can use it. If this, every, then every step can't be more than three tefachim. Then it's not considered a walkway. What if the wall is 20? Right, so then it has, then the, then the sulam has to be 20 or within three tefachim of 20. Could be as, as high as the Empire State Building. Okay. Um, so once the ladder reaches the top of, or close to the top of the wall, then you can now use the wall to put something on it, and you can even consider that a proper doorway, and you can make an arrow from one to another and walk across. The main thing is it can't be with it can't be farther than three tefachim from the top of the of the kotel. Okay, akar chulia. Now, just you're going to see this in a moment. In order to be a proper petach to make an arrow from one to another, the sulam has to be within three tefachim of the top of the wall. But in order to use the top of the wall, just to put something on it. It could be it doesn't need to be within three, because it's not a walking doorway. It's just you're just using it. Um, we'll see the case, but just so you understand, there's a, there's a small distinction with that one. Okay. Let's say you have a wall that's exactly ten high, and you carve out for the whole thickness of the wall, of a width of four tefachim. So you make yourself basically like a walkway through the wall and you're lowering it. So now this this four tefachim is less than ten tefachim. So now that's considered... Uh, a con- so now the wall is... You, you, for those four tefachim, you basically eliminate a wall and you're basically transforming that into a petach. Let's see. Akar chulia, you dig out. Merosha kotel, lemato migova asara. Imish meshech arba'a. So mehani bein lasot kepetach laarev yachad bein linyan shechol ishtamish bekola kotel. So that, so now that makes it where it's like a petach, and you can use the entire wall if it's four tefachim wide. Okay, vim ein bo arba'a, and if it's not four tefachim wide, eno chashuv kepetach laarev yachad. And it's not a uh, it's not a proper petach. Uh, and also, you can't use the entire wall. You can maybe use that area, but you can't use the entire wall because it's not considered like a corridor. It's not considered a whole pathway. So then you can you can put things on there, but you can't uh, you can't use the entire you cannot use the entire wall. Okay. I think that's good enough. Um, 
Dershu points out two explanations why it has to be within three Tvachim. Chazanish says, based on, um, because it's not normal or it's difficult to take a step higher than three Tvachim. Uh, another explanation is because it has to do with, with the din of uh, Lavud. Okay. All right. Um, basically, though, just make a proper doorway or make a proper ladder, and it's that's the real simple, simple cases that'll work to connect. Tet bana itztaba. Now you're going to build a platform within three tefachim from away from the wall. Um, has to be within three tefachim of the wall or against the wall. So then you're building a platform. So now the difference between this platform and the top of the and the top of the wall is less than ten tefachim. So now, if this platform is it's going to be a full 4x4, four now, since it's within 10 Tfachim at the top of the wall, you can now use that portion opposite the Itztaba to put things down in. But it's not a proper doorway because a doorway has to be walkable. So you need to have rungs that are reaching all within three tefachim of each other. So it's not a petach, the arev yachad achiagia la rosh hakoto. So that's not going to help you. The Mishnah Bura does point out actually that the machloket in, um, in the poskim, and he says bishatet chak that could this could even be used as a as a petach. Okay. Um, now, if the itzaba is not four by four, so it's not like a proper, just like a little thing in the road, it's uh, in the chatzar, it's not a proper platform. So then it's not going to help you to be able to start using the wall to put things on it. Okay, but it's basically you're taking it from one rishis to another, and if this wall is, now, I don't know if we mentioned it, but anytime you have uh, this wall in between the two chatzeros, to clarify, if the wall is Less than four tefachim, so you can put things on top of it, because it's called a makom patur, no problem. And, but if it's more than four tefachim, then it's more of a makom chashuv, or shasayachid, and you cannot put things on top of it unless you make an error. You would be able to put things on it, because the chatzar can put things onto there, but the problem is, you have another guy on the other side of the wall who's sharing that same wall. So since it's a makom chashuv of four tefachim, if that wall would be four thick, then you can't put things on there unless you make an error between the two of you. Okay, yud. Kafa sefil shiyeshbo arba'al arba'a. Now here you have like a, I don't know, a step stool, a chair, something, where you have, where it's four by four. Sefil, a cup, a bucket, a container. Yeah, like a bucket. Basin, bucket. Okay, very good. So basically you're putting something on the floor. And that's four by four. The gavoa so now, the point is, it's, it's, it makes it where it's similar to the Itztaba situation, where it's gonna, now, the top of this basin, or whatever it is, bucket, is less than 10 from the top of the wall. So then, so where that object is, you can put things on top of the wall, because it's like just, you know, uh, just using that spot. But the sefil has to be attached to the ground with with mud or some kind of cement where it makes it difficult to move. It could be a nail, 
the case of the Itztaba, the Mishnah Bura says it also has to be attached to the ground or probably in the Sharetzion, as long as it's heavy enough. See, a sefil is easy to move. In Itztaba, it's more of a heavy platform. So just like a ladder, we said, as long as the ladder has a certain weight or a certain size, also, it's, you don't have to attach it to the ground. Okay. Yid Aleph. So, so a ladder, the Allah, I believe, is simply if it has four rungs or it's, it's heavy. And some ladders are heavy. Uh, I know I have one ladder that's, you know, some are very light and some are quite heavy, especially when they fold up or if it's made of wood. Okay. Yid Aleph. Bana itztaba al itztaba. Now what if you're building one on top of another? So im yesh patachton arba arba'ah. Or in arba arba'ah, v'yesh ba'ayon arba arba'ah. You have to have at least an area of four by four. Four by four. It's fucking that makes it somewhat chashuv. It allows you to use that portion of the wall next to it just as like a place to put things down as a resting spot. It's noach to use. It's easy to use. It's okay. And so therefore it's... it's um, you're allowed to. Ve'ain bein zol azol shlosh tefachim, but there can't be one more than three tefachim apart from each each tefach. So the mahani lahatil ishtamish alav, avalo mahani lemele petach laarev yachad. But it's not good enough unless it's going to act as a proper ladder, and and you end up having turns into steps. So then it could be, um, then you can use that as an eruv. Yud bet ziz. So now, Aziz is, let's say, right outside, it's, based, it's generally like a balcony that doesn't have walls. That's the, that's just, that's the normal case of Aziz. Yeah, okay. So let's say you have, yeah, we've had Aziz before. So basically now you have, you can have, it's a whole discussion in the Gemara, we're showing him how to understand it. Basically you can have Aziz opposite each other. Let's say you have two buildings opposite <coughs> each other a Rishus Harabim in the middle. And now you're having uh, two balconies opposite each other. Or, on the same side of the Rishus Harabim, you have two, right, on the same side of the street, you have two apartments, and you have two Zizim sticking out, and it's also opposite each other sideways. Okay. So, you want to connect the two, so you can walk across the Rishus Harabim. So, Ziz, I think that's the case. Let's, let's keep reading, we'll see. A what? Or a, or a chatzir, yeah? Right. It's also going to be able to uh, to adjoin two chatzeros. Um, the thing though is, if it's two houses that are connected to each other, we learned, it could be above ten tfachim, this adjoining platform. But for a chatzir, from one chatzir to another, I believe any balcony to... So if it's just a ziz to another ziz, it might have to be below uh, ten, uh, ten tfachim to work. So that's what, okay. That's what we learned. Okay, I have to think how that works exactly with two balconies. So less than nine tefachim from uh, less than ten tefachim from the floor, and less than ten tefachim from the top. Right. So Z's exactly. So Z's hayotze minakota yesh bar arba. So now it's at least four by four, and presumably we're assuming it has a din of a rishos hayachid. And now, okay, so the first case is right now you have one Ziz and one one apartment and you want to connect it to the floor. So you put a ladder that goes from the bottom of the floor. The bottom of the ladder reaches the floor and the top of the ladder reaches this platform on top, like this open balcony, this Ziz. So then 
you're allowed to. Uh, now you can use. You can use it. No, no, no. You look at the. Yeah, you look at the picture over here, for example. It's okay. Okay. So now, mo'il lahatir lo tashmish hakotel. So now you can use the wall. Vehu shlotehi shliva tachtona gavua mina aret shlosha v'lo yehi ben shliva lishliva shlosha. So basically, that means you can use the top of the z's. You just have to make sure there's no break of three tfachim from the bottom rung to the floor or the top rung to the z's, and then you're allowed to carry from the bottom to the top. Vehu shianiach asulam al gav haziz. And that's what it means. It means the top of the ladder is resting on the Z's. About somcho etzlo, no. But if it has to be where the ladder is leaning on the Z's and not leaning on the house, on the, the wall of the building next to the Z's. It has to actually be um, connecting. And then that creates a connection. The kol zman she'en gavoa hakotel esrim tfachim da'i bezizechad shamanicho be'emtza. And if the height of the top Z's is, uh, is, is 20, so then you can just have another Z's in the middle, and that'll break it up so it's up to 10 and 10. So, or if you have along the wall, and you want to you want to be able to put things on top of a wall, so then you just have to have where every Z's is within 10 of each other, and then you're allowed to stand on one Z's and put things down on the other, and it's not considered in its own Rashut and Nasser. So then it's mutter as long as it's within 10 Tfachim. So, so then Sarich Shnei Zizin. So then if it's 20 high then you, if, or more, you're going to need to have at least two Zizin. Echad betoch hasar tachtonim. So you have one within the bottom 10. Ve'echad lamala mimenu betoch asara ha'ayonim. Then within the next 10 you have, so you have, you never have a break of more than 10 Tfachim. She'im, or a full 10 Tfachim. She'im haya ziz gavo asara. Because once you have more than ten, then a sulam of a koshehu is not enough. I don't know if I sent a picture. You want to show, show me your picture? I don't know if I had this picture. You want to show me the, or put it here? I don't think I have a picture of that one. Original one, ten something from, less than ten from the wall, less than ten from the top. The ladder is leaning on the Z's. The ladder cannot be leaning on the wall. And here's the case of two Z's. I'll show it up. There, is that this picture? Yeah, basically it's the same. Basically it's the same. Okay, fine. For those that are listening, picture number... One, um, two, I, basically picture number three. This, or this picture has, well, you have two zizin, one on top of another, but they have to be within ten tfachim of each other. Each one has to be dollar by dollar to be a, to keep working with it. Yeah. All right, so basically, if I understand it correctly, the 
if it has to be less than ten tefachim, if you want the sulam to be narrow, less than four tefachim. But if the sulam is wider than four tefachim, then you're not stuck with this. You're not limited to ten tefachim apart from each other. The ziz can be higher than ten tefachim because if you have a proper sulam that's at least four wide, right? The it's. This limit of ten tefachim is allowing you to use a, a ladder that's thinner, more narrow than four tefachim. Okay, Yud Gimel. Ha'emit shnei suamodze bezebitzadze v'loya b'shnei meshach arba'ah. So now you want to use it as a proper, um, like a, a doorway, and so you need a proper sulam of four. So then, it ha- we learned this, the ladder has to be at least four tefachim wide. But what if you have two very thin Ladders, and you put them next to each other, and there's airspace in between. So that's not okay, because the ladder people walk in the middle of the ladder, and it has to have the rungs in the middle. Here, let's keep reading. So now the the two ends of the sulam are four wide, but the airspace is there's airspace in the middle. So then, and you want to put in straw in the middle. It doesn't do anything for you. It's the same as air. It doesn't do anything for you because people because where people walk is always in the middle of a ladder. And you can't stand on kash. you will fall right through. So that doesn't help. However, but if you have a narrow ladder right in the middle, right, wherever you put that, that ladder, that's the middle, and then on the two sides of the ladder you add straw. So now it has the thickness of four tefachim wide, but you can't. You're not. You don't need to walk on the sides. You just have to walk in the middle. So mehane, that actually works. That's a way to even if you have a very thin ladder and it's not four tefachim wide, you can still add stuff to the side. Whether uh, depends on what the case is, but whether you just want to use it to put things on top of Aziz to put things down, or in order to actually climb on it and use it as a proper doorway to get from one side to the other or make an error from one side to the other. Yudalit. Very similar case. You have a narrow sulam. It's not four wide. So what do you do? You dig into the wall itself, right next to it, to make it four wide. So that works. And you only have to start digging into the sides of the wall to make it four tefachim wide for the first four, for the first ten tefachim. Or, yeah. It only needs to be four wide for the bottom four. And if there's no sulam whatsoever, there's no ladder. You just carved out steps into the wall. So then, then it has to go to the top, right? Because it has to reach the top of the ladder or within three tefachim of the top of the wall, I mean. It has to reach within the top of the wall or within three tefachim of the top of the wall. So as long as you have part of the sulam continuing, that's fine. Or if the whole rung is made out of the wall itself, then that also works and you just have to keep making these uh, grooves into the wall until the top. And that works for either one. Um, I think we'll stop. Okay, similar case will be with the tree. And we'll continue.